scarier than it ever was. That's how it goes in life and at church. And uh, sometimes we look back and we, we've had really good experiences in our life and, and, and church. And so we have great expectations for what will happen next. But sometimes, sometimes we have bad experiences. Whether it's a relationship thing, whether it's something that's happened uh, in, in a program, whether it's a crisis of faith, whatever it may be. And so as we look forward to the future, uh, just like with that memory game, if our memory is clouded with negative stuff, it's very difficult for us to have some sort of a positive outlook. But thankfully, thankfully it's not like that with Jesus. Because when we rely upon Jesus, when we look back and remember what Jesus has done for us, Jesus never fails. Jesus never has any mistakes that he has to overcome. Jesus doesn't need to work himself up to all of a sudden deal with the thing we're dealing with today. Or the deal with the thing that you'll face tomorrow that you don't even know is coming, whether it's as an individual or as a household or as a family or as a church family. We don't know what's coming up, but God does. And Jesus is perfect. There's a verse in Hebrews that says this. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And because Jesus is the same, we can trust him in what he's done before to do it today and do it tomorrow. In fact, Jesus was involved in creation. So, as second person of the Trinity, it's through him that God the Father created all things. And we learn in Colossians that it's through Jesus that all of creation is held together. Same Jesus... But he's just interacting differently. And it's the same with us as individuals, as households, within your family, within your friends, at work, at church. The same Jesus who was with you before is with you now, even though the circumstance is different. Because people will come and go. Circumstances will come and go. You're going to change grades, kids. You're going to go through different friends. You're going to learn different things. But the one thing you can count on is Jesus all the time. He is faithful. So the same way that Jesus walked faithfully with his disciples, physically, side by side, we often think, man, wouldn't it be so great to have Jesus right beside me? In that same way we read in the Gospels how he interacted with them, he does the same thing with us today. Even though he's not physically beside us, he lives in our heart through the Holy Spirit. And he walks with us. And so the same ways that he was true and faithful and loving and good, the same power that raised him from the dead, he puts at work in our life. And so as we look back on 39 years of God's goodness, we can look forward to many, many more of him doing at least the same. And so Ephesians 3.20 says this, Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. That's a pretty amazing verse. What it's saying is that no matter what you think, no matter what you ask, no matter what you're at, God has a bigger plan than you could ever dream. No matter what your heart is for our church, no matter what your heart is for your life, no matter what your desires are to see God work in your home, in your household, at work, at school, wherever you're at, whatever circumstance, God has a way better plan. So when it comes to our church, we can look back and we can say, oh, I, I wish this would have happened, or I'm thankful this did happen, and where we're at today, sometimes we say, oh man, I wish I could 
get back, or I wish I could, or I wish we would. All of that pales in comparison to the plans that God actually has for us. He is faithful. And what he started, not only does he have greater plans, he's going to do the work to complete it. Philippians 1.6 says this, And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it's finally finished on the day when Jesus returns. We should be thankful. We should recount and rehearse and uh, share with one another his blessings, the good things he's doing in our life and in our church. Absolutely, it helps us have faith that what he has done, he'll continue to do. Because sometimes we get discouraged. Sometimes we get disappointed. Sometimes we look at what we think that God should have done in our life or in our church, and we think, man, is, is he really powerful enough for this? Like, like, why didn't he do this thing? Why did he let me go through this thing? And we may not have all the answers. And so it's very easy to check out. It's very easy to check out on church. It's very easy to check out on church family. It's very easy to say, you know what, I'm, I'm not into this whole thing. Something didn't happen the way I wanted it to, or I was offended, or I was hurt by this person, these people, this thing. And so I'm done with the whole thing. It's very easy to do that. But one of the truths we need to settle into when we feel that way is the reality that the things he's begun, he is going to continue to work out despite our failures, despite the way we as people get it wrong and we get it wrong regularly. There's a lot to be thankful for on this 39th anniversary. But like me, you might have some unfinished hopes. Some things in your heart uh, as, as a kid, some things in your heart as a teen, some things in your heart as an adult or a senior that, that you just want, you just long to see happen in our church family. You may have some unfinished hope. And I want to speak into that today and just encourage you that if there are things in your heart, some unfinished hopes, some things you're not sure about about our church family and where we're going and who we are, to remember to remember that God has a greater plan and that God who began this work well over 39 years ago in the hearts of men and women who uh, just felt God prompting them to plant a church in the Country Hills neighborhood of Kitchener. I mean, we're not located there now. There's been lots that happened, but we're here and we are where God has us. And so we can trust that what he started what he birthed, the dreams he had, man, he's got way more than we've even ever discovered. And so this morning I'm asking that you might uh, renew your trust, renew your hope, renew your faith in God who is working and powerful. And Jesus who's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That as part of a church family, whether you've been here one week or you've been here for almost or at least 39 years, it doesn't matter that we're all together. That's part of church together. And so this morning we're going to do a few practical things that we might renew our trust and our hope in God and what he's doing here in Country Hills Church. That we might be a church with the faith 
in Jesus to keep working in and through us. And as he works in and through us as individuals, and as he works in and through us as households, all of us together, that makes a church family where he's working in and through all of us together. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That we be a church family with the faith that Jesus will keep working. Because no matter the dreams, visions, hopes we have, you might share similar ones with others. Maybe you've even talked about them. No matter what you could share, no matter what you could dream, they pale in comparison to God's actual heart and his actual plan and his actual power to work it out through us. Not some system, strategy, program, but through people. That you'd renew your faith in Jesus to keep completing the work that he started a little over 39 years ago in a small group of men and women who just sense God wanting to do something new in KW that would impact the world. Because our heart is to reach and disciple and help one another. Our vision is to be people helping people follow Jesus. That means our lives need to uh, happen in a way inside and outside our gatherings that we can commend Jesus to others, that we look like Jesus, that we're developing relationships with one another we can bring others into. Because if we're a church family, we should look different. There should be a different heart and a different feel. And so this morning I invite you to renew your faith, renew your trust, renew your hope in Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever, as we look forward to the good things he has yet to do. And there's two ways we're going to do that today, and it's going to get messy, and you're just going to have to be okay with that. Whether you're watching downstairs in the prayer room or at home, I'm going to invite you to do this too. So here's the two things we're going to do, and I'll give instructions in a moment. It's messy. Deal with it. This is part of being a family. How, whose family isn't messy? Do you know how many conversations I had this morning? How was your Christmas? Well, it was good, but my family, it was a little messy. And whew, we're glad we're through that Christmas, right? Family's messy sometimes. So, two things we're going to do. One of them is to pray. We're going to pray together, and I'm going to describe how we'll do that, and that's for every age. Kids, that's for you too. This isn't an adult thing where kids, you, you watch. We need kids to teach us to pray too. So we're going to pray, and then we're going to read together a statement uh, just that we hope you will commit to in your heart. So what I want you to do is everyone's a leader this morning, all right? Everybody's a leader. Break up into groups of about 10 to 14, Move chairs around. That's a blessing of having chairs. Everyone's, all the introverts are like, not me. Just get in a circle. You'll be okay. All right? Make sure no one's left out, whether they want to or not. Form up circles of about 10 to 14. You got one minute. Go. Very good. Uh, you at home, grab the people you're sitting with. Make sure you're close together in the parent room downstairs. If you guys can kind of huddle up. 
Here's what I want us to do for the next few moments. First of all, uh, you'll just take a minute to go around the circle and say names because that's part of church. That's kind of a basic thing to learn names. It's uncomfortable, isn't it? Sometimes at church we don't see people for a few weeks and we're embarrassed to ask their name. Um, But now you can just hear some names. And then after we do that, I'm going to encourage you to pray. Here's, Here's how I want you to pray so that it's accessible to everyone. If you are a prayer and like you're used to praying publicly, and you're, you're ready to go, I want you to hold back. Whoa, horsey, okay? This isn't like a time to have the deep intercession, okay? We're going to do what's called popcorn prayer. Can you guys all say that with me? Popcorn prayer. Kids, if you don't know what popcorn prayer is, it's a great way to pray. We call it popcorn prayer It's because it's short. So it's sentence-long prayers. It's things like Thanks, God, for starting Country Hills. Please, God, help our teens live for you. God, I pray that we would reach our community. Small things that kids and adults can share and say alike. It takes courage. If you're not used to praying, I encourage you to, to drop in, okay, like a half bite. It's scary. It's maybe the first thing you have ever done this. Say one sentence and grow a little bit. This is what Church Together is all about. And hopefully you can stay after for the lunch, and instead of just learning names and doing some popcorn prayer, maybe you'll actually get to know some people and share your stories a little bit. So, popcorn prayer around the circle. Go around the circle, share your name, and then whoever wants to do a popcorn prayer for about three, four minutes, once it starts to quiet down, I'll close us in prayer and give us some instructions for the next piece as we close our service. So go ahead. We're not going to have music or anything like that. Somebody has to start Go around the circle, do your names, and then have some popcorn prayer. Thanks for what God's done. Prayer for what he'll do in the future.
God, thanks that you don't uh, need us to um, be fancy in our prayers. We don't have to have everything together to come to you as people. You want us to come more than you want us to, <laughs> to pray uh, correct words. Thanks that there are no correct words. Thanks that we don't have to have um, certain parts of our life together. We don't have to be certain kinds of people to be uh, part of your church. Thank you that you provide places like Country Hills for us to find belonging and for us to um, grow to become more like you, Jesus. I ask that you would uh, do immeasurably more, infinitely more than we could ever ask or imagine um, for the remainder of this year and in, in the days and years to come. We thank you, uh, God, for those who um, form this church. Father, I thank you specifically for Mark and Karen Bolander. Father, we pray your blessing and your healing on, on Mark right now um, as he struggles with Parkinson's and we ask that you would uplift him today. Give him a clarity of mind and, and physical release today, Lord. We're just so thankful. We're, we're here because um, he had a heart to, to follow you and step out courageously and may we do that in our own lives, in our communities and neighborhoods as we follow you. We thank you for the blessing of Country Hills Church. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So here's what I want you to do, whether you're watching at home or downstairs, everybody in here, let's all stand up. And you can face the screen at the front. We're going to read something together. And rather than saying, hey, who's really committed to Country Hills? Whoever is, you guys like stand up and read your thing. That's kind of embarrassing. So my hope is that as you read this, you'll mean it. And uh, if you don't, that's okay. No one will know. But uh, we, I, I love being a part of Country Hills Church. And this morning as we close, this is just a declaration of what we want to see God do in and through us. So read along with me. In a spirit of thankfulness for what God has done in our past and confidence of God's faithfulness to keep working in the future, we commit to show unconditional love to one another by supporting, restoring, praying for, helping, challenging, and discipling one another. Do whatever we can to create unity in our church family. Use our time, energy, spiritual gifts, abilities, and resources towards the mission of Country Hills Church, people helping people follow Jesus, so people might experience spiritual growth, deep connection, and find purpose as we serve together. To follow Jesus in a way that people of all ages, stages, and backgrounds might discover Jesus and desire to follow him too. That's our hope and that's our desire. I'm going to close in prayer. And those of you watching online, we hope you can come someday and participate in church together with us physically when you're able. The rest of you, if you're hanging around, just hang tight for a few instructions. Would you join me as we pray, uh, pray as we close? Father, thanks so much for this church, for this service, for Church Together. Thank you that we're not a church of adults tolerating kids. Thank you that um, kids and teens aren't the church of tomorrow. They're the church of today. Thank you that you give each one of us a calling. We each have a part to play in this church family, in this community, and in the world. May we see you more and more um, work in and through us, that we might see more and more people uh, discover you and follow you. Help us as a church family that we might um, better care for one another, better create belonging, and be more like you. In Jesus' name I pray.
Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us online this morning. The rest of us, I've got some instructions in a minute. You can grab a seat. We've said goodbye to our online friends, so uh, if, if you're able at all to stay today, there is soup and cake. You don't have to have anything. If you didn't bring anything, you did the right thing. You're not, it's like, oh no, I forgot. You didn't forget anything. We want as many people to stick around, gather around tables. We have some games and some activities just to get to know one another. The most important part of this is just to be together. So here's what we'll need to do is we'll need to stack some chairs and move some other chairs as we get tables and just set them up wherever we can. Um, try your best to make sure that people aren't sitting on their own. If you see someone you don't know, invite them to sit with you because we can be church together and that's all of our responsibilities. If you need to go home, thanks for joining us today. We hope you can... Join us next time. So, this is Mayhem. Let's be church together. Set up some tables, and when we're ready to go, I'll give some instructions about soup. Go. <laughs>